want to look around and see if all the Bible class is here this morning. <laughs> it's a real joyous occasion to be here for this time. When Charles called a few weeks ago and asked if we would be willing to share a word, we told him we would pray about it. And uh, only just a few minutes after he'd hung up, the Lord uh, spoke to my heart and says, uh, share a thought that I've just been sharing with you just a few minutes, just in fact, just about the same time the telephone had rung. And uh, that was a real confirmation to my heart that that was the word that God had for us today. And uh, it's a joy to be here and to, to share this word. And we want to read a few verses of scripture. This particular one is found in Romans, the seventh chapter. And we're going to read two or three different portions of scripture this afternoon. The setting here is taken as an analogy from between the husband and wife and then carrying it on over into the relationship between Christ and the church. And there's a one particular truth here that I especially want us to uh, get a hold of today, have the Lord speak to our hearts. I was thinking on the way down here again, Jesus said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And we want a truth today that will sanctify us, that will set us apart and uh, make us different, make us Christ-like. And uh, that's the thought that we have here. So we'll just break in here at the fourth verse where Paul writes, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ that we should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Now that's one of the reasons right there for marriage, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Verse 6, But now... We are delivered from the law, that being dead, wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Now again, this has reference to our relationship with Christ. We're married to not a set of rules, but to a living person to serve in newness of spirit. But it's this particular thought that I want us to look at this afternoon uh, for a few moments in our relationship one to another as husband and wife. In other words, simply speaking, married to serve. Married to serve. Over in Galatians, the fifth chapter, <clears throat> there's another verse, and we'll just read this simply, this one alone. Actually, it has carries with it the same thought yet, but it says, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty, only 
Use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. By love serve one another. Now anything that God, we've, we've often shared this phrase here, and it's been such a blessing to our own hearts, anything that the Word enjoins us to do, well, all we have to do is look in the life of Jesus and see a perfect example of it. And we want to do that now in light of this here thought, married to serve, that we by love should serve one another. <clears throat> and we'll turn to the, back to the 13th chapter of John. And uh, begin in verse 3. Jesus knowing, <clears throat> Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God. He riseth from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and girded himself. After that he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Verse 12, so after he had washed their feet and had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye, ought, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. The perfect example here of service, married to serve. Here was the Lord Jesus, it says that the Father had given all things in, into his hands. He knew that he was come from God and that he went to God. Here, beloved, is the eternal Son of God, the one who has always been, the one who created all things. The one who, uh, the, the, the Father, as, as Son of Man, as Son of Man, the Father has promised him 
to be heir of all things. As Son of Man, the Father has given him a name which is above every name. And here he is, knowing who he is, where he came from, knowing his future. It says, he riseth from supper and laid aside his garments. This is not the first time that Jesus has done this. This is the very essence of the life of Jesus. In the Philippians we read, Paul's epistle there says, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to equal of God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon himself the form of a servant, the eternal God. And now he's telling us here that this is the purpose that we should do, that we should belong to him, the, the very purpose of marriage that we should serve in a capacity that we've never been able to serve before, that we should serve in newness of spirit. I think those of us who know, all of us here who know Charles and Mona, realize that by the grace of God, they have come to a place already in their lives where they know what it means to give up their personal rights for the one they love, for the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I have seen decisions over these past few years. We have seen decisions, daily decisions, where they have given up their rights to have their own way that Jesus might have his way. You've seen evidences of this in their lives. And beloved, God has given them already a foundation for a married life that'll do just what the text says here, married to serve. And this very giving up of themselves to the Lord Jesus, now God is asking them to take this right in to their married life and give up their right to have their own way to be able to serve the one they love. This is precious, beloved. We've lived long enough, and so have you, to see the lives of those who are living for self who have lived for self, and that life becomes, they think it's a broad way, but it becomes narrower and narrower and narrower. A couple weeks ago, we were called by the police department to come and uh, bail out a, a young couple and from the, uh, from the police department there. They were going to be put in jail for the night. A few months ago, they had come out to the house for counsel and prayer, and, uh, but it, it, it's a picture of lives that have been lived for themselves. And they're in terrible straits today. 
And the only way out is to go back to the Word of God and say, Lord, make me what you intended me to be. Make me like Jesus. There's a freedom here. There's a joy here in giving ourselves to live for somebody else. And I don't know what all this is going to involve in the days that lie ahead. <clears throat> Just simply speaking, it might be that Charles will take his uh, suit coat off put an apron on and just help with the dishes. It may be just such a simple thing as that. Laying aside his garments, girding himself with a towel, and begin to wash the feet or wash the dishes. But that's service. And there's just a multitude of ways. And beloved, the thing of it is, it's endless opportunities. You'll never run out. <laughs> Back three times a day. <laughs> but this life will become broader, beloved. It'll become broader if we're married for this purpose. Not what we can receive, but what we can give as a servant, to make ourselves a servant. And God, by his Holy Spirit, will bring this truth to your mind again and again in the days that lie ahead areas that we can serve if we realize that this is the purpose of marriage and your lives will demonstrate to this sin sick world beloved your lives will demonstrate that relationship that god wants to bring all of us into with lord jesus christ this love one for another to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength, all our mind. To give ourselves back to him. <clears throat> There's something about this. Laying aside our garments. There's something about Jesus doing this that just makes us loving. It provokes unto love. And that's the word of God tells us to provoke one another unto love and to good works. And then he ends up by saying, if you know these things, happy are you if you do them. Married, that we should serve. <clears throat> in newness of spirit, not in the oldness of the letter. It's not just a set of rules that we've set up between us to live by, but it's a love relationship, a newness of spirit, married to serve. By love, serve one another. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them.